What is it? It's your future. It's called a Stargate. Chevron 7 locked. Welcome to Walking Through the Stargate. I'm Brent. And I'm Zach. This is episode 20, and we'll be talking about Stargate SG-1's episode, Politics. 20! Episode 20, Brent, I know! We got to 20! That's amazing to me. Amazing. Uh, and it's actually getting a little bit easier to uh, kind of trundle along and to envision that this thing actually will continue because uh, I don't know about you, Zach, but I'm I'm definitely uh, feeling like we're getting into a groove, you and me, and definitely uh, getting into a groove yeah. with the show. Definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Now, yep. those of you who are listening to us already know how to find us, but if somebody says to you, if they stop you on the street and they say, hey, stranger, I am in need of content relating to Star Trek SG-1. Where can I find Stargate. that? Stargate. Stargate X- oh, SG-1. I can't. We do that all the time. Yeah, I, I do that. Anyway, uh, so Stranger stops you on the street and says, Stranger, I need Stargate SG-1 content. And you look at them and you say, go to Google Play Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts or Apple Podcasts and search for Walking Through the Stargate. Do it now. Stop what you're doing. Run. Uh, then they'll find us. And uh, when they're there, oh, you should shout at them as they're running away. Don't forget to rate and review. Give us seven chevrons! Seven chevrons! Remember that! Seven chevrons! Please! And then they shout back. They shout back and they say, How can I get a hold of the show? Oh, that's easy! You'll shout back and you'll say, Just email them at walkingthroughthestargate at gmail.com! That's W-A-L-K-I-N-G-T-H-R-O-U-G-H-T-H-E-S-T-A-R-G-A-T-E! At gmail.com! What was that? They're, they're, oh, they're just for find them on Twitter. It's <laughs> at Stargate Walking. <laughs> I don't have Twitter, they'll say. So don't worry, because they're on Facebook, too. <laughs> find us at Walking Through the Stargate on Facebook. <laughs> Meanwhile, other people on the street are like, what the heck is going on right now? <laughs> is this performance art that I'm observing? What's going uh, on? And you uh, can say, Sure. Yeah, that's right. It, it would right. be kind of a manner. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Oh, awesome. All right. Well, that's how to get a hold of us. Email us. Find us on Twitter. Find us on Facebook. Uh, you know the drill. Uh, talk to us. Uh, sing songs to us. Whatever yeah. it takes. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, Brent. This is politics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Should we get into it? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, Brent, did you want to uh, share the, yes. what we did now, or do you want to wait so, on that? No, yeah. Um, so so those of you who are paying attention to the feed, you already know this, because uh, even though technically in actual time, uh, the special bonus episode has not been released, I'm currently working on it. Oh, I tweeted about it, Zach, a couple days ago, oh, or yesterday. Huh, I can't remember. Sweet. Um, and so some people are aware that we're going to be releasing a bonus episode. Um, so yeah, uh, what, what, what was the deal? Uh, so, uh, if you take a look back at your feed and you see that bonus episode, um, and you were like, hey, wait a minute, I got like five minutes through and then it was kind of boring. Yeah. It's supposed to be watched in sync with the episode. Zach and I were together with a bunch of other friends, uh, enjoying a long weekend of tabletop RPG gaming and board gaming. We decided to also bring our recording equipment or at least some of it, um, Zach. Thank you for the use of the mic that you had, and uh, record a on-the-fly um, live recording uh, of the show, watching the show together, and kind of giving our, our our thoughts about it. Which turned out to be great because I didn't know I was walking into a clip show, and that was pretty handy. 
<laughs> we could just jibber jabber and talk about uh, talk about the old times. Yeah. Yep. So, Brent, uh, you'll get that released in the next uh, little while. Is that right? Yeah, it'll probably. So, we're recording on a Saturday morning right now, and it'll probably release uh, today, the February 9th, a little later today. And then this Great. episode that that uh, you're currently listening to released exactly the day that you're listening to it. So, you know, you you know what time it is. You're, hey, you're already there you there. go. So, uh, you can uh, watch uh, politics and listen to us blather about it uh, as we go along. And uh, then come back and listen to this episode about right. politics. Yeah. So, okay, right now, pause what you're doing, stop everything, stop. find a TV, yes. pull up that feed, and watch mm-hmm. politics immediately right now. Go. We'll wait. Yes. Okay. Well, it's fine. This is a, this is a recording. It'll, it'll be here for you. Yep. We're, we're waiting. Okay. Now that you're back. Yeah. Wasn't it, wasn't it amazing? That was amazing, wasn't it? Those uh-huh. two guys are really cool. Which two? Us two. Oh, us two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brett, we're nerds. Uh, yeah, pretty solidly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, politics. Yes. Politics was directed by Martin Wood. This is his second of 47 directing credits for SG1, That's spanning still, the entire series. That's still amazing uh, to me. That is 47. I know. That's amazing. Um, uh, so there'll come a time when I just say, hey, it was Martin Wood, and then I won't say anything more about him. No, because uh, we don't have 47 facts about him. No. Uh, <laughs> last time I talked about his very first project, which was uh, The Great Run of China. Mm-hmm. With, uh, one, uh, with, one, with one cast member? With one cast member. Uh, now I'm going to talk about his most recent project. So back in 2014, he started directing... Uh, and producing a series called When Calls the Heart, which airs on the Hallmark Channel. Oh. Um, so this is in its sixth season, I guess. Wow. Uh, it's about Elizabeth Thatcher, a young school teacher from a wealthy Eastern family who migrates from the big city to teach school in a small coal mining town in the West. Uh-huh. Um, so... I'm- convinced that that plot has been used a lot in different stories i wasn't that like wasn't that like half the plot of um dr quinn medicine woman probably person to from the fair, east i never goes really out watched to... dr quinn medicine no, woman, but yeah. but yeah um but this is but this is new right uh-huh. this is 2014 <laughs> this is to <new>. 19 <laughs> they've it's improved totally their production techniques <laughs> that's right um, one of the things that I did find interesting as I was looking through When Calls the Heart, uh, one of the starring actors there is a man by the name of Kevin Smith. And you like don't know this, Brent, because you haven't run hi- run into him yet, but oh. he will show up in at least two episodes of Stargate SG-1, and he will be in uh, several episodes of Stargate Atlantis, if we ever gotcha. get that far. Okay, cool. Uh, so there is that connection there. Uh, between Kevin Smith and start and Wind Calls the Heart, and, and I'm looking at the show notes here. It's Kevin, Kevin oh, Smith, Kevin. Unless unless that's a typo. No, it, it is K A V A N, Kevin. Um, uh, so I guess I don't know for sure if it's Kevin or Kevin or Kevin or Kevin or Kevin, Kevin Smith, <laughs> Kevin Smith. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy i bet you that's what he was called when he was like eight uh sure i'm sure yeah um 
So uh, this episode, Politics, was uh, written by Brad Wright, one of the creators of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is his last writing credit of the season. Which of really isn't season. saying much because oh, yeah. there's only We're one like, more towards episode. Towards the end, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so when we get into next week's episode, it'll be like, and this is their last writing credit of the season. Yes, In absolutely. fact, this is actually everybody's last appearance of the season. <laughs> last n- Next episode, yes. Um... <laughs> Uh, we'll see his name all over the place, but, uh, okay, that's really all I have about Brad Wright. You yeah. can go to the other podcasts that I've, we've, we've done and, and listen to more about Brad Wright. Uh, it's Brad Wright. Yeah. And you should. These are, you know, you, these are worth listening to over and over and over again. And sharing uh, with your friends. And telling your friends. Yeah. And sharing like, with listen them. listen to these guys. Listen to these guys, because, you know, they just get nerdier as time goes on. It's getting worse. Yeah. <laughs> The inside jokes are are starting to aggregate. Oh, boy. No, never mind. Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. So, uh, this is, of course, a clip show. Uh, This has excerpts from Stargate the Movie, Children of the Gods, The Enemy Within, uh, The Broken Divide, Cold Lazarus, Mm -hmm. The Knox, Brief (laughs) Candle, Singularity. Mm -hmm. Uh, There you have it. Um. But uh, the cast for this one is fairly well self-contained. Uh, in, yeah. uh, d- uh, besides the, the main title characters, uh, there's really only two other actors in the show. This is, of course, because it's a clip show, and they're trying to limit things and keep it small so they don't have to spend very much money so that in the next episode, when they have the season finale, they can spend a whole ton of money They can just on blow it all. Just, just blow it all off on that next one. So, nice. I'm excited. This one, uh, guest actors include Robert Wisden, who plays Lieutenant Colonel Burt Samuels. Uh, we see him again. I think he was in the pilot episode, maybe one or two episodes beyond that. Yeah. Uh, he was a major at that point in time. Now he's a lieutenant colonel. He was a jerk and awful back then, and he's not any better now. Nope. Um, but his, uh, the his actor smarm did a good level, job. The smarmy seemed to be dialed down a tad. Not a lot. Uh, I, I think I think you're right that his smarm in this one was dialed down a little bit, but that's because we had Senator Robert Kinsey. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Robert Kinsey is played by Ronnie Cox. Uh, you will know him as Dick Jones from RoboCop from way back in 1987. That's that's Richard. Um, Richard Jones. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> My my mistake. Oh, that's uh, fine. Now I first. <laughs> no, no, that's that's how it was found on. I know. The I'm being page. D- it's fine. You're good. It's okay. Okay. All right. I'm making a joke. At least I'm trying ah, to. Okay. It's early. It's uh, early. It is early. You know. Okay. So to be fair, I haven't seen RoboCop in probably more than twenty years. So yeah. you know, yeah. give me a break. Yeah. Now I first saw Ronnie Cox in Star Trek: The Next Generation. He played Captain Jellico. In the episodes Chain of Command, Parts 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he seems to have this ability to play this kind of smarmy, yeah. gruff character. He yeah. does it really, really well. Uh, his first acting credit was way, way back in 1970 in the TV movie The Chicago Conspiracy Trial. Hmm. Uh, I don't know anything about it. I didn't look no. that up, but uh, there it is. If you want to go back and see that, so that'd be his mm-hmm. first one. Way that's a long time ago. 
All right. So the original air date for politics was February 27, 1998. Mm-hmm. Number one in the charts in the U.S. was by Celine Dion. Mm-hmm. Near? <laughs> Four. <laughs> Near? Four. My heart will go on. Uh-huh. All right. Uh-huh. Uh, now, the folks in the UK are smarter this week, uh-huh. and they realize that that really wasn't that great a song. It was just no. all over the place everywhere. Yes. Uh, and so they have moved on from My Heart Will Go On, and they have now gone to Brimful of Asha by yeah. Corner Shop. And brim I don't know anything about that. 45, it goes a brimful of Asha on the... Anyway, all right. carry on. Carry on. Uh, box office for this weekend, still Titanic. Uh, the Wedding Singers, number two. Goodwill Hunting was number four last week. It's jumped up to number three. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dark City has broken into the top five. It's a brand new one. Uh, and As Good As It Gets was on this top five, dipped down to six last week, and then jumped up to five again this time. Uh-huh. Um, so there you have it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was happening about this time? A uh, day before this episode aired, Oprah Winfrey. So this is February 26, 1998. Oprah Winfrey was found not guilty in a beef defamation trial brought by Texas cattlemen. <laughs> I, I, I heard that fact, and I almost spent some time Googling that to figure out what specifically was going on. Um, <clears throat> beef defamation. That's what's beef going on. Beef defamation. <laughs> All right. Anyway, but she didn't. She's not guilty of it. But she's not guilty. guilty. Yeah. So she said something. They didn't like it. But no, it wasn't. In fact, beef defamation. Mm Mm-hmm. She probably said something like, "Eat chickens." Right. Chickens. (laughs) 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 Like ritually eat chickens. (laughs) Ew. Oh, Prince. Hey, that's why they brought the suit. Like, oh my gosh! Oh, okay. Well, no, that would be a suit against the chickens. Well, but you know, eat eat, eat some beef, save those chickens. Anyway. Oh, okay. Anyway, February twenty seventh, Apple mm-hmm. discontinues its development of the Newton community computer. Do you know anything yeah. about the Newton computer? I do know a lot about the Newton. There, uh, there's well, people still out there right now that are developing software for the Newton. Ah, well, I didn't remember anything, but back in nineteen ninety eight, uh, they discontinued it. I could talk all on all on. It. Uh, it was like the it was their version. It was like honestly, it was their first crack at what would be an iPhone. Um, oh, and it, but in it being their first crack at it, um, it's nothing like an iPhone. <laughs> it's it was much more. It was much more like a Palm Pilot, only bigger and uh, technically beefier, and therefore technically able to do more things. But it had its own custom operating system on it, and. Uh, it, I think it, uh, had absolutely nothing to do with Mac OS nine. Um, like it had a Newton OS or something like that. I can't remember. Anyway, like I said, there's a community still out there that's still building software or still, still maintaining it and, uh, have a coworker of mine who I think he doesn't have his Newton anymore, but he had it for a long time. He didn't use it, but he held it, held onto it. And, uh, wow. Yeah. People right. who love the Newton love the Newton. So, wow. Well, that's interesting. 
something that I did not know. Thanks for giving me some new information. Sure. Um, Happy to talk about nerdy Apple things. Nerdy Apple things. And I, I, I feel a little bit bad about not knowing it because I have my Apple iPhone sitting right here and I'm recording on my MacBook it's, Air. Yeah, I've got my iPad over there, my totally AirPods fine. in my See, ears. here's the thing. February 98 was just before... If I'm getting my timeline right, just before the um, iMac was released, just before that watershed moment where an all-in-one internet-enabled, cool-looking computer that just worked uh, was released. And that really is the start of the Apple that you know. Um, That's true. There's an awful lot about Apple today, which, of course, is foundational to Apple since forever ago. But... mm, Really, it was Steve Jobs running away. Well, not running, getting chased away, but you know, making um, a Unix-based operating system with Next, and then coming on board and bringing some of the design ideas from that. I think even that company, Next, uh, and getting Johnny Ive on board, and then between that and OS X, like those things, and then iPod, like that. Those those three things. That was really sort of the foundations for sure. the massive success today. Yep. Well, there this you is go. not a tech. There are too many tech podcasts. Let's carry on. Okay. Okay. So we are actually talking about Stargate SG One. Yes. Ish. Uh, so also on February twenty seventh, Britain's House of Lords agrees to end the one thousand years, uh, end one thousand years of male precedence by giving a monarch's firstborn daughter the same claim to the throne as any firstborn son. And I read that, and I'm like, well, that's great. But I thought that happened not like thirty years ago, but well, 20 years ago, um, but more like 10 years ago or six years ago. Um, I don't know. Uh, oh, as in you the, thought it happened much more recently than this? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I see. Um, yeah. I didn't think it was this old. Uh, now, I, I, I personally approve of this, but, uh, you know, my British history is not as good as it could be. So those of you who are in Britain listening to this podcast, because surely there's somebody out there, please educate me and tell me uh, what I am getting right and wrong, because it's fascinating. Ew. Yeah. Uh, I'm a closet Anglophile myself. It's not very closeted. Shoot. Anyway. All right, moving on. February 28th, Baywatch actress Pamela Anderson, who is 31, divorces Motley Crue drummer Tommy Lee, who is 35, after only three years of marriage. Those people were babies. They're just babies. I know. 31. Yeah, okay. (laughs) All right. So that's what was going on in and around this episode Mm -hmm. uh, of Politics. Wait, I guess uh, that means Pamela things. Anderson is 51 now. Whoa. Sorry, I'm just 50, having a moment. 52? Yeah. Tommy Lee's 55 or 6. Wow. Yeah. Well, all right. I, I can't really say too much. I'm <laughs> Carry quickly on. moving in that direction. Okay. <laughs> Politics uh, is not very well regarded among fans, Brent. Gee, I wonder why. Possibly because it is a clip show. Boo. Really? Possibly? It's widely <laughs> regarded as one of SG-1's weakest episodes. Still, I have to say that despite the fact that all of that is true, uh, this clip show is better than most clip shows on most other shows. Yeah, but they weren't saying... 
the bullet point is not. Uh, it is widely regarded as one of the weakest episodes in television. That's true. It's widely regarded as one of the weakest episodes of Stargate SG-1. Time will tell whether Brent thinks this is better or worse than Emancipation. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, Can't get much worse. When Senator Robert Kinsey says the Gould will regret taking on the United States military, Dr. Dana Jackson replies by sarcastically suggesting that they could thwart the invasion by uploading a computer virus into Apophis's mothership. Um, I missed that. Oh, you did? Oh. I think we were groaning. I, I, that, if that, I remember right, we were groaning pretty hard when he when uh, Kinsey made that statement. Oh, yeah. Well, in any case, it is kind of a throwaway comment. Uh, yeah. Uh, I can't remember if I pulled this from the Stargate Wiki or from IMDb, but they say, this is likely a reference to Independence. Oh, come on. Yeah, this it is a is reference. It is a reference yeah. to Independence Day, which, of course, was directed by Roland Emmerich. Yep. And written by Emmerich and Dean Devlin, who yep. are the same people behind the Stargate film. Yes. Um, so this is certainly a kind of a callback to that. Um, I think it's fun. Uh, yes. That I'm sorry too. you missed it, but uh, you know I didn't miss it, it was, now. Yep. Uh, one of the goofs of this show, apparently, Article One, Section Seven, Clause One, says that the House of Representatives, not the Senate, controls the purse strings. Aha. Uh-huh. Therefore, Senator Kinsey. Probably should have been Representative Kinsey. Right. But in the show, they were saying that he was the chair of the Senate Appropriations Committee, but um, ultimately it was hinging on funding. So, yeah. So I guess, it, you know, I guess they probably mislabeled, you know, which committee he was a part of. Well, I mean, there is a Senate Appropriations Committee, and they certainly do yes. have a lot of power. Yes. But if it is the representatives that actually hold the purse strings, then the Appropriations Committee would not have the power to shut down things like this right? Uh, without at least having a conversation with those from the House. Yes. So, uh, with that, we have babbled on for now nearly uh, 20 minutes, a little more than 20 minutes. Maybe yeah. Maybe we should actually... Okay, here's the synopsis. Let's go. Fast. For politics. They're coming! (laughs) SG-1 returns to Earth after a mission to P3R-233. Dr. Daniel Jackson's shoulder is being bandaged in the infirmary as he tries to convince his team of his experience in the alternate reality. They're coming! It's real! I'm not lying! Please, please believe me! The rest of the team is skeptical of his claims. It's not that we don't believe me. So you do believe... Uh, no. We don't believe you. (laughs) Yeah, okay. At this point in time, General George Hammond arrives with Lieutenant Colonel Bert Samuels. SG-1 is surprised to see Samuels again, and not terribly excited either. He's here for the hearing. Confused, SG-1 looked to the general. Senator Robert Kinsey, the chair of the Senate Appropriations Committee, is coming, and he will be holding a hearing to decide the fate of Stargate Command. Without his approval, the SGC will receive no further funding from the government, effectively shutting them down. To make matters worse, Kinsey is pretty well already convinced that the Stargate program is a colossal waste of money. Daniel thinks that his dire warning of disaster from the alternate reality may help them convince the senator, but O'Neill thinks they should maybe keep that little tidbit of info as their ace in the hole. Ace in the hole. Ace in the hole. Kinsey arrives and listens to the testimony of SG-1 and Hammond, including review, reviewing several mission reports. 
Guess what, everybody? It's a clip show! Yeah. As kids and others describe events from SG-1's past, we get to see snippets of those episodes again! Yeah. Kinsey is upset that despite the cost and danger to the planet the program causes, the SGC has yet to bring back any useful technology. More clips! Yay. Finally... Officially convinced of his own wisdom, the senator orders that the program be terminated immediately. Well, Jackson jumps up and he plays in his ace in the hole. Well, what if I told you the Gould are about to attack Earth very soon? Well, not surprisingly, not even this has any effect on Kinsey, <laughs> who insists that should the Gould actually come, well, God will protect the USA yeah. and that the Gould will be no match for the U.S. military. Yeah. After Senator Kinsey and his staff leave, Samuels apologizes, but Hammond orders him to get out. Tilk requests to return to Chulak to continue the fight against the Gua'uld, and O'Neill decides to join him. But Hammond sadly says that since Kinsey uh, stayed with his decision to shut down the program, the SGC must now cease operations immediately. By order of the President of the United States. As this happens, SG-1 stands side by side in the briefing room. Hitting their marks. Hitting their marks. Glancing out at the stage. All four members. Glancing out at the Stargate. Not the stage. All four members (laughs) lost in thought. Mm. To be continued. So, Zach. Yep. I was paying attention to this. Uh, uh, that synopsis took, I think, about four minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know that's why? Because nothing happened. Nothing happened. No, that's not true. That's not true. It's not Barely. that nothing happened. There's actually a significant thing that happened, but it was only one thing that happened. Yeah. And, and it, it could have t- happened in 30 seconds. Well, it, it, you know, it expands the tension of the moment. Something. All right. So, Brent. Yeah. Politics. Yeah. What'd you think? Barf, man. Jeez Louise. Now, I get it. I understand. If you're making a television show, every now and again, you end up in a pickle, you've run out of money, you're trying to figure out how to stretch it, and you are forced to get uh, your your cast and a and a and a, and a um, special guest actor on stage for like maybe four hours one Saturday, and you film a few shots and you fill the rest with stuff you've already put in the can. I get it, but it doesn't mean I have to like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like this is definitely something that could be like. Hey, so friends, if you're listening to this, you've probably either already seen politics or you have just seen politics. So this advice doesn't help you at all. But if you're telling anybody else about an episode where they can literally watch the YouTube promo, skip over it and probably move on. This is definitely it. Okay, I'm not going to disagree with you. I say that a lot. I'm not going to disagree with you, Brent. Now, I I look at this episode and uh, the... The singular clip show that that highlights for me the epitome of clip shows, and by epitome I don't necessarily mean height, but like the the essence clip show, the essence of clip shows is Star Trek: The Next Generation's episode Shades of Grey, which is at the very tail end of season two. 
Mm-hmm. And when I compare this to that, I can't help but to sit here and say, you know, this isn't that bad. Yeah, I'm being I'm being harsh because I hate clip shows. Yeah, like with a passion. Yeah. Um, I I I understand the reality, and so it's not like I can say you know, shows should never make clip shows. Right? Yeah, I I get it. It's more complicated than that. But again, I don't have to like it, and so I don't. I think it's you know I I really think they're a waste of time. Like it's just. It's and it's probably because of how I watch television shows. I don't normally rewatch things. Um, yeah, it's pretty rare if I'll rewatch much of anything, let alone a television show. So as a result, like, uh, I, <laughs> you don't is, like is, to be this, forced to rewatch it. <laughs> well, no, it's more along the lines of that. This is about to be a really precious thing that I'm about to say, but like, you know, my time is more valuable, right? You know, but that's how I feel. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, yeah. I I own I own that silliness, but you know, like yeah, that's where I am emotionally when it's just like now. This one was enjoyable because I got to watch it with you and your brother on site. We uh, we got to make fun of it in real life. Like it was much more enjoyable because I was watching it with somebody. But if I but if we were doing our normal thing, which is where I just watch the episode and you do too, and then we come back and we talk about it, yep. Like I would have been like bored out of my skull. Yeah, I can understand that. Um, well, Brent, I have yes. good news and bad news. Good uh, bad news, news first. Oh, shoot. Okay, fine. The good, good news, news yeah. is that this episode is finished. Yes. Yes, it is. So you don't have to go back to this episode. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The bad news. There are other clip shows in your future. Ah. Uh, the good news there's more good yeah. news yeah oh good is that unlike a clip show like uh shades of gray which does absolutely nothing for anything at all period end of story and it should be yes. just you know blah. Uh, yes like this episode here i mean you know if, if you took the clips out of this and just had the interaction around the table it wouldn't yeah. be the most exciting things but there's meaty stuff that's happening there right well, the story is getting advanced, yes. The story is getting advanced. You're actually seeing things that progress and whatnot. Uh, for most of the clip shows in Stargate's future, this is the good news. Mm-hmm. Without the clips, the story actually does progress. Okay. So though there, there is actually quality stuff. I mean, it's not just like it's, let's mark time, mark time for 45 minutes, mark time. Okay, do, now do, move do, on. Do, do, do. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so I'll give you that. So there's 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 not so good news, and there's good news. Okay. Yeah. You know, the the pessimist says the glass is half empty. The yes. pos, uh, the optimist the says the positron. <laughs> the optimist says it's half full, and yes. the engineer says your glass is too big. Yes. Yes. You know, I wonder. No, I was about to say. <laughs> okay, I was about to say a very, a, a, a sweetly naive thing. Speaking of glass being too big, it's like, well, maybe they should have trimmed an episode off that. Nope. Advertising dollars there, big guy. Oh, you are no, producing yeah. that show. It yes, is happening. Yes, you are. Yep. Um, okay, so let's see here. 
Um, things I liked about this episode. Sure. Um, a, I liked Ronnie Cox as Kinsey. Oh, yeah. Uh, I thought he did a great job with that. Um, I can imagine that kind of senator existing in our daily lives. Um, well, not my daily life because I don't interact with senators on a daily <laughs> life, but I could imagine <laughs> senators like that uh-huh. existing who have a lot of power, who are a little bit foolish, um, and are gruff and, and con- you know, I, I, and he did a good job with that. Oh, yeah. So I, I really liked yeah. Kinsey. Um, also, when you think about this episode, I, I, I do like the fact that this continues mm-hmm. the story, mm-hmm. right? So we go. Uh, we had the last episode there, but for the grace of God, this happens like right on the coattails of that. It just jumps right in straight after that. There's no time for right. breathing, right? For that, uh, so it continues, th- and it progresses that story along. So, uh, I mean, we kind of hold on to this there, but for the grace of God story with the impending Guawuld attack. Um, kind of put a pin in that for a little bit, and we jump straight into this. So before we have a chance to figure out what's going on there, we now have this new problem that's coming out here. And so it continues the arc of the story and whatnot. So yeah. I do like that uh, about it. Um, and when you think about it, the whole, where this ends, that cliffhanger with the, the, the Stargate yes. closing. Yes, okay, um, yep. Uh, that, that's, that's a big question. What do you do from the... I mean, you know, now... Ten seasons later, uh, we know that the show's not over. We know all sorts of other things. Sure, but, but how do we get from this moment where the gates close to the next moment where <sighs> it's resolved and they're continuing on their adventures? Yeah. Which I don't know. So, you know. I don't know that well, right now. Yeah. Well, I, I know. Well, I, but you don't know. I know you know. Yeah. I know okay. that you know that I don't know that you know that I know that you don't know. No, no, no. I know. It's you that don't know. <laughs> don't, don't, don't try to throw the don't know on me because, no, I know that you don't know. I need and to. And I know that, that you don't know, that you know that I know that you don't know. I need to memorize that, uh, that line that Bilbo Baggins says at his 111st birthday. The oh, one, yes, the one that says, I like half of you. Half as much, half as, as, much I know as you as deserve. I yeah. And, yeah, yeah. So uh, I could Google that, but I'm not going to. No, neither. Yeah, no. That's why That's why it, it would be more charming if I just memorized it and could just spout that out. But I don't. Yeah, I, I thought about I thought about memorizing that. Once upon a time. You know, sort of like, oh, one, one, eight, nine, nine, nine. <laughs> Shoot, I can't remember. <laughs> No, I can't. I can almost think. I can almost no. remember the melody. I can't remember the numbers, but three. That's easy. <laughs> oh, one, one, eight, nine, nine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So I do have one more thing I want to talk about. Sure. Um, is Daniel really that naive? Oh, with his ace in the hole. With his ace in the hole. I know. Uh, I mean, if if there's, I mean, aside from the fact that this is a clip show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and neither one of us are really thrilled with clip, sh- clip shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, se- setting that aside, uh, is Daniel really that naive? Uh, it, and I don't think he is, but he's certainly acting like he is. Well, it's, uh, yes. The, in that respect, the writing is... It's fine. It's a sci-fi show. We watched Daniel experience this reality, and therefore the audience 
knows he's telling the truth when he says, I've been there and I've seen it and it's real. And it's also, you know, understandable why the rest of the entire real universe is like, mm, yeah, you're crazy. But the um, it, it, it certainly is not really that convincing that the character of Daniel Jackson thought that he had a shot at convincing anybody of any of this. Yeah. Really. I mean, I, I can understand him being frustrated that nobody seems to believe him. Um, right. But to throw that at Senator Kinsey in that moment, he, I don't know. The only explanation yeah. I have is that he was beyond desperate. Which yes. I suppose makes a certain amount of sense, but still, um, yeah. Yeah. I, I well, kind of struggle with that one. The, the, I think that that moment, uh, staying on topic but shifting gears, uh, was probably one of the better – uh, speaking of the convincingness of Ronnie Cox as the actor uh, for, the sen- for Senator Kinsey, like that moment where he goes from, um, you know, determined, hardened and determined that this thing is going to shut down um, with that gruffness and a little bit of that anger – uh, into uh, a moment of, of 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 inquisitiveness as he's being told this information to then just 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 a roll right into incredulity that was not um, it didn't feel forced it just oh, it just yeah. was just like it was just it was just a the the most natural reaction that somebody in a controlling powerful situation would have uh, you know it's like. You know, like, I mean, I think he even said it himself, something like, you know, people, people. I have heard some 11th hour, please. That's right. Nothing like this. Yeah, 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 exactly. But yeah, uh, Yeah. that was a good moment as far as like screen moments are concerned. And then, of course, that leads into the the spot where where you get, you think God is going to save you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, Brent, do you have anything else yeah. to add? Mm, like any content? Hey-o! hey um, No, well. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't have anything else All to right. say about this particular clip show. All right. So his his comments have been clipped. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't Brent. think I can. I wish I could have. I wish I had more prowess. Oh, I guess I could. I might be able to throw like a noise gate, clip my clip my comments. Anyway, all right, you, well, you're doing posts, so you do whatever you need to do. I know, I know. Right. I'm making more work for myself. Yep. All right. So, Brent, how yes. would you rate politics at a seven chevrons? Yeah. All right. I already said it before, but I'm gonna say it again. Zach, I hear you. There are probably five minutes worth of season arc plot advancement that happens in this 40 minutes of television. Maybe maybe even a shade more. But if somebody never knew this episode existed and they watched... Uh, can't remember the uh, title of the last episode. If they watched the um, there before the, there before grace, the grace of God, of God mm-hmm, they watched there before the grace of God and didn't know politics existed and didn't even see the teaser for politics. 
even though I haven't seen the next episode, I bet you dollars to donuts that person who skipped politics would not be lost at all. Maybe they would be. Maybe a little bit. Okay, so then maybe I'm going to give this a provisional rating. Provisionally, uh, I'm going to give this a two out of seven chevrons with the provision that if the next episode starts cold and makes no reference to the to the to the situation that happened inside politics it should be elevated to a three because you can't get away with not watching it or else you'll be like wait what happened but if they recap (laughs) if they open the next episode with a recap well now that the stargate shut down because senator kearns told us kinsey told us that we don't have funding anymore we need to blah 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 like then you you could skip this thing entirely and be right where you need to be Okay, so is the provisional two, and then if you... Two. So we'll have to revisit this the next episode. And, I know, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm changing the rules of the Chevron rating, but I'm sticking with it. Brett, it's our podcast, we can change the rules if we want I to. know, we can do whatever we want! I know! It's the best! Yes! All right. All right. So... What about you? Brent says two Chevrons. Um, hmm. I gotta think. Uh... The reality is it's a clip show, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, reality is that I don't like clip shows. Reality mm-hmm. is it's kind of a dull episode with all of the clips, in part because they didn't have that many episodes to pick from, and still, but, you know, the way they used the clips, I like that. That's nice. Um, I'm going to give this number bigger than Brent. I'm trying to decide if it deserves a 2.5 or a 3. Ah. <laughs> I give it a two five. Two point five. Two point five. Brent gives it a two. Yeah. I give it two point five. Yeah. What All do right. you give it? I mean, not you, Zach. We already what? know what you give, but oh you know. yeah. Hey, friends, write us. Email us. Yeah. Post on Facebook. Yeah. Do whatever you need to do. Yeah. Semaphore. Although that's probably not going to work very well. Smoke signals. I tell you what, though, if somebody is able to get a semaphore message from where they are to me, I am going to be high. I'm going to be talking about that. There you go. What about smoke signals? Uh, again, same same concept. If, there, if, there you go. if it is successful, if I receive the message and so, am able to understand what it is, that's worth talking about. So this is how you do this, dear listeners. You go out <laughs> with your friends and you have them record you doing the semaphore. And let's be honest, Brent doesn't know semaphore, so you can just wave that flag however you want. <laughs> and then you post that to Facebook or to Twitter or you email it, and then you get kudos from Brent. Uh, it's, it's true. I did. I did promise that I would talk about if you did a semaphore message and I got it. That's right. So that's right. Technicalities. This isn't technicalities. It's using all of your resources to the best available abilities. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Min-maxing. Brent, we are (laughs) both min-maxers. Yeah. I am. You, 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 you try. Sometimes. Sometimes. Uh, yes. <laughs> All right. So the next episode, Brent, is mm-hmm. Within the Serpent's Grasp. Yes. 
recognizing that this is an episode that is to be continued into the next episode. Yes. What is within the serpent's grasp? The SG-1 team somehow find a way to activate the gate. It's done in a manner that is against regulations, and they are breaking many Geneva conventions to do it. They step through the gate and find themselves inside the cottage of a woodcutter. <laughs> they descend the stairs to the wo- and see a woodcutter hunched over in fear, and they ask him, Why are you afraid? And he says, The trees started talking! And they say, We have to investigate this. As they step out, he says, Go east! Don't go west! They walk out and they say, I'm not sure which direction east is, or west. Uh, Let's go that way. As they walk, they encounter the danger that the woodcutter was talking of. The entire team is caught inside the grasp of a giant serpent that has slithered out of the tree. (gasps) Oh no! Trapped with no hope of escape and having a curious French horn suspended from branches nearby, the team is now in the grasp of the serpent. Will they survive? Will they think to click on the horn? Oh, wait, I gave away. This is a video game plot. Will they survive? (laughs) Find out next time on Stargate SG-1 in the serpent's grasp. Ooh. So, Brent, I have to say my favorite part of your... uh, description of within the serpent's grasp is yeah. that they broke not one geneva convention but many <laughs> geneva conventions <laughs> you know so i was being funny but that's actually technically true there are more than one geneva convention oh man i know i know but uh yes i was i was doing that for comedic effect okay and turns out you now, now you can look it up there you go so we give you homework. <laughs> uh, shall we watch the trailer? Yes. Are you ready? Yes, I am. All right, go. They shut down the Stargate. You're still just going to throw it in and have our order. Jack, if we don't go through, this whole planet could be wiped out. But stopping Colonel Jack O'Neill and the SG-1 team isn't so easy. Oh, oh. I always get a happy Call that. Oh, I see those guys. Can they save Earth from a full-scale All alien invasion? All I need is a French horn, baby. Planet, Show me a it's French horn. On the next Stargate SG-1. Oh, hey! Ooh. Oh, man, dude. The, 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 um, uh, words, words. I can't have words in my face. Um... The set got better. You're right. They did blow their whole budget on the last one. Yes, they did. The set looks great. Did you notice that 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 Scarra was back in there? Mm, no, I didn't. Oh yeah, he was back there in one of the last little shots there. Aha! Uh-huh. So, ooh, so there was no French horn no, that we saw. No horn. Maybe there that is a French horn. Good point. Yep, it's a good point. Um, could be the key to their release. Could be. Could be. Uh, you'll have to wait and find out. So. I'm actually kind of excited. Yeah, I'm excited. Hey. Oh, and did we say, so what are we doing? We're going to watch, um, are we going to watch the next two and then do an episode? I and think then do a that's what we, 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 we certainly had talked about that. And the audience members, uh, have told us that that's what they think we should do. Um, Fine. and we can decide what we want to do. Um, yeah. 
No, I mean if if it's if it's if it's a story, you know, if it's one story, there's only one argument that says that we should split it up, which is that when it aired, people had to live through the cliffhanger. That's true. Um, and let their emotions and imaginations run wild based off of the information of the first half of the story, which uh, I think is a valid method of viewing it. But on the other hand, if it really is just kind of one story and we kind of want to get on with it, which is fine. That's a valid. That's also very valid. Um, oh, I know what I can do. I can just jot down some thoughts before I write. Down, oh, we watch the second one, and then we can talk about it. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. Okay, we'll do that. Okay, we'll do one episode, and okay. we'll watch both of those episodes. So we don't need to watch the second trailer because obviously there are probably going to be spoilers for the, the yeah. next episode. But um, y- yeah, y- that's what we'll do. You are invited, Brent, to, to what? Watch the trailer for the second one. Yes. After you've watched the first one, before you watch yes the the next one, and. And write down comments or thoughts or whatever you want to do with that if you want. And then we can talk about it. That's it. That's a good point, too. All right. Uh, we got, we got I, options, dude. This is yeah, our show. Yeah, this is, we can do whatever we want. Uh-huh. I, I feel like we've gone back in time. Huh? Huh? Oh, well, like, 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 you know, like 10 minutes ago? 10 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So, all right. I'm looking forward to this. This looks like a good one. Yeah. All right. So, uh... Tell us what you think about politics, about Within the Serpent's Grass, about uh, uh, Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee, uh, whatever. Yeah. Notice it's Tommy <laughs> Lee, not Tommy Lee Jones. Right. <laughs> right. Don't get that confused. A pretty important distinction <laughs> yeah. there. So, whatever. Tell us what you think. Email us at walkingthroughthestargate at gmail.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Stargate Walking. Uh, go to the Facebook page, Walking Through the Stargate. Uh, tell us what you think. Talk to us. Share your thoughts. Uh, uh, so, we actually had. Uh, 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 oh, gosh, now I'm blanking on who it was. I think it was Jess, maybe, uh, posted a, a fun little uh a video of of cheese and Stargate and dog and and it was fun on Facebook and uh, yeah and uh, it was so, fun you know go check that out uh, it's only about uh, what thirty seconds or something like that but check it out and comment and and have fun yep this is supposed yep. to be fun so darn it have fun or we'll come and we'll send the fun police <laughs> after you because you're not having enough fun we're not going to send anybody after you uh huh. All right. What was that about beatings continuing until morale improves? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, Brent, you have any other comments? Uh, nope. Looking forward to the next one. All right. Ready to put this Indeed. one behind me. Yep. Well, we can put this one in the books and look forward to Within the Serpent's Grasp. Yeah. And uh, until next time, I'm Zach. And I'm Brent. And this has been Walking Through the Stargate. See you next time. Bye. Carter, dial it up. Get these people home.